Welcome back to the Balance Bowley Podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm your host, Nikita Rinthigpen. Always excited to be in space with you today. I know my husband listens to this podcast. He's like, why? Like singing and rhyming is not your gift. What are you doing? But I love it. And if you know me, and if you don't know me, you will learn soon. I am really silly and love to have fun. So that's what I'm going to do anyway. And this next potent human that I'm bringing to you today is very similar in her energy. She is brilliant and dope and all of those fantastical things, but she also knows how to have a good time, which is why I really, really like her so much. Let me introduce you to Penelope Jane Smith. She is a guru in the financial industry and helping so many women entrepreneurs level up by doing things differently. There's an old saying that if you really want change to happen, you got to stop doing the same thing over and over and over again. And Penelope is making it very clear. There's a new lane for us. There's a new way of building wealth. And all you need is the right guide, supports, and to get out of your own way. Penelope, welcome to the Balance Bully Podcast. How are you today? I'm so excited to be here. I know we set this up quite a while ago and it's here. We finally get to geek out and play together and I'm just delighted. Thank you. You know, I'm super excited. So for those of you who don't know, Penelope, outside of like building wealth and making waves for women entrepreneurs to do amazing things and being an influential, sought after speaker in all of her rights, because she's like so energetic, it's ridiculous. But in addition to all of that, she birthed another baby in between all of this, which is fantastical. How's everything been for you since you've come back to work? It's really different. Like with my first baby, I just shut everything down. I was like, I don't know what I'm getting into. I'm going off into the mystery. And I completely shut down my business. I've been running this high level retreat program for over a decade. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Nope, we're not doing anything anymore. I continue to send out my email newsletter. But that was about Mm -hmm. it. And I had this whole like shift in identity. And as I kind of emerged from that and was tuning into what do I want to do with this next level of my life and business, I got really clear that I wanted to be front and center with my passion and my message around supporting women entrepreneurs to create financial freedom. And I created new event, new programs that are just, oh, so juicy and so aligned and awesome. And then with the second baby, like, I'm already like very much in alignment in my business. I didn't want to shut it down. I didn't want to stop doing anything. And I'm like, okay, I will take a maternity leave from my marketing. Mm -hmm. Like I put a pause on my Penelope Jane Smith YouTube channel, but I'm still going to show up and serve my clients Mm -hmm. because my programs now I I can deliver online. There's no reason I can't have somebody watch the baby for an hour while I do a call once every couple weeks. Like that's not that big a deal or respond to questions in the Facebook group. Right. So I'm like, I don't need to shut down my programs. And my clients are like, what's happening? Where are you going? I'm like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm, I'm here to serve you. I'm not doing any marketing stuff, Mm -hmm. not doing any sales, but like, I will still show up. And, um, it's been really great. Mm -hmm. So I kind of just, instead of just shutting everything down, I like ramped down and then over time I'll be ramping back up. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that's one of the kind of like sub definitions of balancing boldly, right? You get to create your reality your way and you own and honor the fact that you're a different human than you were X number of months, let alone X number of years ago. So you're in a space now where you're like, listen, there's so much good, juicy alignment that's already established that I can just go deeper. I don't have to go wider. And I really respect Mm -hmm. that as another woman entrepreneur. That's pretty fantastical. Yeah. 
Yeah. So what brought you to your work? Because I know you, you know, lightly said, and I say this with cheekiness in my my face, which you can see, but they can't. What brought you to this space? Because you said it's an interesting story for how you got into the work that you're doing so that you could establish and create your own reality and literally create work, life and love your way. Well, I'd like to share like why I'm so passionate yeah. about it, if that's of all right. Of course. And I do have a very dramatic money story because I learned about passive income and investing and creating assets back in my 20s. And I was like, I'm going to go be a real estate investor. Uh-huh. And I took $10,000 of my own money. I turned it into over $6 million of real estate in four years. Nice. And I was on track to be financially free to be able to retire by the time I was 31. Mm. And then the real estate market came, uh, the crash came and just completely wiped me out. So Mm -hmm. I went from being almost financially free Mm -hmm. to millions of dollars in debt, ultimately being forced to declare bankruptcy, losing my beautiful home foreclosure. Mm -hmm. It was like really, 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 really bad. And then right there when my home was in the foreclosure process, I got invited to attend this high-level mastermind on Necker Island. Have you heard yes. of that? Yes. Uh, what's his name? Richard Branson's Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Richard Branson's private mm-hmm. island in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. So it was this $50,000 investment for a six-day mastermind, no refunds, no payment plans. And I didn't have any income. I didn't have any assets. I didn't have any credit. But I did have this like really strong, intuitive hit that I was supposed to be yeah. there. And I was like, okay, well, if I'm supposed to be there, let me see if I can work it out. And I did it. I manifested it and I went there and it was really the beginning of turning everything around because the facilitator shared that he wanted to win a Nobel prize for single-handedly turning the economy around. That shifted everything for me. It completely changed the conversation I was having in my head. It inspired me to ask, what could I do to single-handedly turn the economy around? And so there I am, like sitting on this billionaire's private island with this question. And I got this download. Can I share what I came up with? Yes, of course. Awesome. So I noticed that everyone has their own personal economy, and then there's the economy at large. And they may or may not have anything to do with each other. So my personal economy was in the tank. It was bad, right? But there were other people on Necker Island back home in the Bay Area of San Francisco Bay Area, where I'm from, mm-hmm. that were having their best year in business ever. And I was like, there's something here. Yeah. If I could support enough individual entrepreneurs, because we create all these wonderful opportunities mm-hmm. to shift to our own personal economy of abundance, then that will eventually hit a tipping point and that'll shift the economy at large. And so I started making micro loans to women entrepreneurs in Africa, Asia, South America, right off the bat, because I wanted to start having a global impact right away. Mm-hmm. And I started working with women entrepreneurs uh, to shift their own personal economy to one of abundance. And so I've lived through some people's worst nightmares financially. Yeah. And that's why I'm so passionate about supporting other women to avoid some of the painful and horrible and costly mistakes that I've made. Or if you have faced financial challenges in your life, whether it was a divorce or a real estate crash or, you know, whatever we like, a lot of us have those, unfortunately, then I can show you how to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and, you know, rise like a Phoenix from the ashes. And the approach we take is very different than the Susie Orman or Dave Ramsey, like dollar cost average into the stock market for 40 years, because a lot of the people I work with have face challenges or are getting started a little later. So a lot of my clients are, you know, 50 Mm -hmm. and up and they're like, I don't know, 40 years, 
and I'm not giving up my lattes, <laughs> you know. And, that's, a real, that's a real concern for many people. Right? Stop, stop telling me I can't have coffee, mm-hmm. right? And so I, um, the system approach I came up with can support women entrepreneurs to become financially free in five years or less mm-hmm. with $10,000 or more in passive income from their assets. And so that's really like my unique magic. And it's very, very exciting. Yeah, this is exciting. I can see why you're like, no, I don't have to shut down anything because I just feel so connected to the work that I'm doing. And you get that dopamine hit every time one of your clients gets a win and shares whatever that looks like. Because I know some of the wins are not just financial, even though you're really helping them with financial freedom. The the joy that comes from someone not feeling like they have to just be in survival mode or to be yeah well we mm-hmm. yeah. yeah no go, go we are holistic beings right mm-hmm. so one piece affects another yeah. so one of um my clients shared that by starting to do money dates which is a thing i teach like creating sacred space to pay attention to your money she and her husband started doing money dates and she's like this has transformed our relationship mm-hmm. we are so much closer and there's this wonderful intimacy mm-hmm. so like everything affects everything yes. else another client she finally got to go travel and like lead her own retreats and do all these things she'd been dreaming about doing for years but she couldn't because of money you know yeah what do you do and i know that this impacts why you decided to not only do but continue to do and deepen past whatever hardships might have come up you being a woman in this space which is very male dominated helping in the way that you do what do you do when you have other humans that you work with that are really challenged with opening themselves up to the new way, the different way that you're trying to help them see that they could build wealth from maybe they used to be, I don't know, fans of the Ormans and the Ramses and, and the like of the world. And, you know, that that's a, a type of conditioning, like that's a certain script that oh. they really in bed, like you have to do it this way, you have to follow. And then Penelope Jane Smith comes along and has this fantastical other way to do it. And I'm sure there are some clients that are like, I get it. I want it. I'm just struggling a little bit. Do you, do you do any mindset work with them or is it really just encouraging them to give themselves grace and let the system work as they're working it? Well, first of all, I tend to attract the kind of people who are frustrated and not satisfied okay. with the Dave, Am- <laughs> Dave Ramsey, Suzy Orman type stuff. They're like, this model doesn't work for me. I need to find something different. And then they see me and they're like, woo, this, this is different. Yes. This is my person, mm-hmm. right? So there is, a, there is an element of, I set a very strong intention yeah. to attract the people who are meant to work with me. I believe that we all have our own healers and our own teachers. And like when we connect with that specific person, they just, ooh, yum, yum, yum. Yes. They just give us that healing or that learning, like just the way we need yes. it. You know, like I've been to 10 different chiropractors and there's just this one chiropractor that's like, oh, <laughs> you know, when he adjusts me, my whole life changes kind of thing. And same thing with mentors. And so I do a visualization where I imagine my my energy going out and leading almost like a, a golden pathway of light illuminating the way for my people to find yes. me, you know? So there is that. And then on a practical level, you know, through my programs, I'm taking people through my wealth accelerator system, mm-hmm. which has four parts. It has uh, mindset, mm-hmm. education, systems, and strategy. Yeah or mess for short, because so many of us are a hot mess when it comes to money, right? And that 
even just calling it mess kind of takes some of the sting off because it's like, oh, wow, it's okay that I don't have my money stuff all figured out. It's okay if I'm a hot mess with money because so is like practically everyone else. (laughs) And let's all work on embracing our mess and working with our mess together. Oh, we are definitely bedfellows in just the way that you think in that way. You know, I do balance and relationship advisory. So we, the way you have to touch your mindset as a part of it, we have to touch on finances, but I am by no way, shape or form a financial expert in that way. And I tell all of my clients, if you're coming into this fold, be very clear, we are going to get messy in order to make that multi-generational imprint, which for us, what we're doing is ultimately building stronger families. So we're looking at all the other kind of messy elements of it. And the fact yeah, that and you see it is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the same thing's true when you're creating generational wealth, right? You're right. changing your whole family's yeah. you know, money history and money tree. Yeah, which starts with you being open to the process, which is pretty awesome. So how, how are you navigating the growth pains of growing a company? I know you're not doing like the marketing sell stuff in this particular hour because you've made space for the bundle of joy that has been added to your family and you're just deepening your intimacy in, in that way with your family. But how are you navigating those kind of urges that come up because you are creating an empire ultimately. And I know without you even saying it as an ambitious woman, as much as you're like, nope, I'm good here. There's a part of you that's like, oh, that conference looks really good. Or, you know, this (laughs) this looks so juicy or I should like, how are you, you know, managing you when you get those urges to kind of break your own boundary and, and do something else? It's so true, right? Because as an ambitious, passionate, driven woman who like loves what I do and has this like mission in the world, there's a part of me that just wants to go, 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 right? And then that's just not realistic. Mm -hmm. When I also want to show up and be the mom, the type of mom I want to be, which is, you know, getting to to be with the the baby and everything. Um, So I do have those parts in me that kind of compete a little bit. And I try to give them both a little bit of what they want. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to stop working completely. Mm -hmm. I'm still, you know, doing some things. I've started to ramp up some marketing again. I did, I, um, I lead an event called Financial Freedom 101. And I decided that I was still going to lead it. I wasn't going to not do the event just because I had a baby. And it took some extra you know, coordinating around childcare and making sure I had like plenty of, you know, milk and storage in the freezer and like all all of these schedules of various people. Um, But we did it. It was awesome. It was so much fun. Mm. And then on the other hand, um, I have to be patient with myself because I can't do everything. Like I totally want to join Allie Brown's um, trust, which caught her Trust. Her trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I went to her iconic event. It was really fun. And I'm like, Oh, I, I love these people. I want to be, you know, I used to travel like, gosh, sometimes every other week, mm-hmm. you know, I'd be going to a seminar or a mastermind or, you know, doing a speaking engagement. And that is not my world right now. And I have to keep reminding myself, like, this is, this is a season of little kids. Yeah. This is a season in your life where, uh, you're not doing as much of the traveling and speaking engagements and stuff like that. Mm. But it's also this very sweet season that you're going to look back on forever and be like, wow, that was so tender. And 
there's going to be a time where your boys don't want to just spend all day snuggling with you, you know, so mm. soak it up now. And in writing my intentions for the year, and I, I have them on my little mini altar and I review them. Um, one of them is savor the snuggle, mm. you know, and when my five-year-old has gotten so snuggly and it's delicious. And so uh, there's so many mornings where I'm in this, do you know what a love sack is? Yes. It's like this giant foam beanbag chair. Mm -hmm. I have the big one, which is the biggest one they make. It's like eight foot diameter, big purple fluffy nest. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of mornings where I'm snuggling in the love sack with the baby on one side and my five-year-old on the other side. And I am getting all the snuggles. And sometimes even the cat jumps up and I'm getting the triple snuggles. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Just stay here. Yes. Just, just soak it up, you know, and enjoy. No, I love that. You're, you're being present and really receiving and pouring out everything that you need in that moment without feeling like you need to be split in your energy, you know, mind, body, and soul. And that, that makes a huge difference for your kids. Cause honestly, 20 minutes of that makes up for four to eight hours of them just kind of being on your heels while you're doing all the things, but they're not getting all of you. That 20 minutes literally shapes their brain and creates those memories. So you're doing ample stacks of that 20 minutes from a neuroscience perspective, which is fantastical. Um, I was also thinking as, as you were talking and I was listening, I was thinking like how much of a quiet storm you are right now. And you've been since, you know, like leading up right to the birth of the baby. And I do, I'm, I'm a little bit biased because my first granddaughter who's four, her name is also storm. So I'm a fan of mm -hmm. storms. Um, and of course they, they bring change and a lot of impact and they could be really disruptive. And we can see that disruption as, Oh no. Or we can see that disruption as literally clearing out all of the things that no longer need to be there. So the newness can come in the new flowers, the new morning, the new sun, like all the things. And you're the latter, the quiet storm that you have been in this, you know, titrating down, ramping down period. So you can really embrace the snuggles and savor the snuggles and have these moments with your kids. You're not, not impacting. Let me be very clear. You still have a deep presence, regardless of you not doing all the, the other wheel things that you were doing before. Yeah. And people are watching and they're paying attention because when you show up, Penelope, you show up powerfully. And I hope you, you see you. and you hear that. Um, not only from me, but I'm sure your clients are like, girl, you're tripping. This quiet is perfect. Like this is exactly <laughs> what we want from you because it's still so powerful in so many ways. And for me, it's another example of doing it your way so that you can balance boldly. It's not about old Penelope's way. This is new Penelope. Yeah. And I like new Penelope. She's, she's amazing. I do too. And it's, it's given me a lot of, practice, um, you know, mentally and physically around this idea that my value as a human being, the amount of money I can make, the impact that I can have is not attached to how much time I'm working. Right. So I, I keep coming back to that and I'll be like, okay, so I'm only working like 15 or 20 hours a week right now. Like that's fine. I don't ever have to work more than that. Like working more isn't necessarily going to get me more results. Right. And I think that right now in this like adrenal culture and this like hustle culture that we live in, there's a tendency to like attach 
our self-worth to how busy we are or how many things we're ticking off our to-do list. And I have to keep reminding myself like, no, like what am I passionate about creating financial freedom for? It's so that you can make choices from a place of freedom and joy and do what you want with your time and be with your family. I'm like, so so just be with your family, you know, like (laughs) this is what you're doing it all for. Like let's enjoy the fruits of everything that I've created. Listen, I know. I'm a fan and I completely agree on every level. I try to, you know, we have default language. I try not to use the word when someone's like, oh, you know, how's your day? I try not to say busy because I don't want to be busy. Busy is old Nikita. Mm-hmm. Booked and busy, 7, 10, 14, 15 meetings in a day, not including oh, wow. the actual work, right? Like that was old Nikita. New Nikita is very much like I'm productive. And productivity can look like having a great conversation on air with a friend for an hour. And that may be the only thing that was physically, tangibly done because I made space for all the downloads that actually shifted us into empire mode instead of just entrepreneur mode, right? Like just knowing that it comes so differently. It's been amazing. So I feel you, girl. I feel you. Yeah. One of those things, I'm always surprised when... If I do say I'm busy, someone's like, how are you? And I say, I'm busy. And they say, that's good. And I'm like, what? No, that was not the point of what I was sharing. I'm, (laughs) you know, and I think that that just kind of reflects where we are in our culture of like, you know, well, if you're busy, then that must be a good thing. And I'm like, no, if it's, if I'm busy, it means I did not do a great job of following my guidelines for my own life and schedule. I completely agree. This, oh, Yes. Yes, on so many levels. <laughs> you know, I'm very verbal and I'm just going to end that with a yes. <laughs> so when you are not just being productive and, you know, savoring the snuggles and loving on your man and all the things that you do in your life and, you know, committees and volunteering, like all that other energy that goes out and covering people with prayer and, and all of it, how are you giving yourself permission to pause? I sometimes need accountability for that. So I book massages. That's probably one of the the best things. Um, So I try to always have one of those on the calendar. Um, I also use the little breast alarm on my watch to a certain extent. And there's this time in the evening where, you know, I don't have, I'm super lucky. I have a live-in nanny and the baby sleeps with her most of the time Mm -hmm. because I I, I thought I had a lot of support going into my first kid and it wasn't enough. So I'm like, this time I'm getting even more. Load up. I'm doubling down, tripling down, <laughs> quadrupling down on the support. So the baby sleeps with her most nights, which is great because then I actually get to sleep. And there's this, after I kind of hand him off, there's this kind of peaceful time mm-hmm. in the evening. And sometimes I'm tempted to just kind of rush to get to bed. And I'm like, no, let's, let's take out the massage gun. Let's do some stretching and, um, I try to give myself a little bit of time then to just take care of myself. Yeah. I like that. Um, so someone else said like mini vacations and that sounds like a mini vacation when you just have that time uh-huh. to literally love on you, however yeah. many minutes you get. And actually, I also, oh my God, I just had my 46th birthday recently. Happy birthday. And- Thank you. The day before we did this huge, amazing marketing and branding photo shoot with this epic picnic and my family and my kids and everything was awesome. And I'm like, that's what I'm doing like for my birthday. And then the next day, my actual birthday, 
my family, my husband, everybody was like, what do you want to do? I'm like, you know, it'd be great if somebody else could watch the kids and I could just go to dinner alone. Like I never imagined myself saying that, but oh my God, I went to this place I've been wanting to try for like a year. I took my journal, I took my book and it was delicious to just have a couple hours, just like totally quiet, enjoying some food just by myself. Yes. And oh, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. I can see the literally the yumminess on your face as you're remembering that moment. <laughs> I, I resonate. That's that's my gift from my husband and my kids every Mother's Day weekend that I ask for. I love you so much. And in parentheses, the best gift isn't another pair of bunny slippers, which I love too, but it's not the slippers or the candles or whatever. It's just some spaciousness so I can sleep anywhere I want on the couch and yeah. the room. Like I don't, I don't have to regulate myself to any one per particular part of the home. So I feel you and I like felt it when you were talking. It's so juicy. And this is not yeah. for everyone who's listening. It's like, Oh, you should want to be with your kids and you know, your birthday and mother's day and all of it. If you don't make space for yourself, then you can't show up for them fully. So Penelope showed up for herself fully. Nikita shows up for herself fully. And I make no apologies about it ever. I love it. Yeah. It's something I probably couldn't have understood until I had kids, but now it's like, I need a little bit of that just quiet alone time. And then I'm so much more loving and wonderful. And I like enjoy them so much more when I've had a little bit of that space, you know, like, yes, of course I want to be with my kids and you know, I'm with them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't necessarily need to be with them like 24 hours a day. Right. Right? Yeah. What is it? Um, Distance makes the heart grow fonder, something like that. <laughs> like a little distance, yeah. an hour, two hours, like we're good. Penelope, how yeah. can people get in connection with you and learn more about you, your programs, the little book of prosperity that you have, like all the juiciness that you have in the world? How can they get access? I'd say a great place to go is my website, realprosperityinc.com. Um, there's lots of great articles on there and learn more about what I do. I also have a YouTube channel. If you just, you, you know, search Penelope Jane Smith, there's a ton of like awesome financial education videos. There's also a baby Smith gender reveal. I mean, you know, I had a boy, but if you wanted to see it, it's pretty funny. Um, so those are the best ways. And then I also would highly recommend that you check out my ebook on the financial freedom formula. The link for that is financialfreedomgift.com. That gets you a free version of the financial freedom formula. And that helps you figure out like, what is your magic number? Like, what will it take for you personally to become financially free? So it's a quick read, but super, super impactful. So I would encourage you to check that out. That is going to be awesome. And we'll make sure everything is in the bottom of the show notes. So if you happen to be on your Peloton or a treadmill or walking the dog or something while you're listening to this, all you got to do is scroll down and you'll have every clickable link you need to get to get some more actually of Penelope Jane Smith. Thank you so much for carving out this time from your very productive life. We appreciate you. Thank you. This is wonderful. I love it. Thank you. Balance Boldly listeners, I told you we were going to have fun today. I was not playing. We we're going to have fun and we were going to learn all the things we needed to know about financial freedom just by making space for it and knowing that the expert you need is literally a click away. Make sure that you do two things. Share this episode with someone in your ecosystem that you know can use hearing it. It will uplift their spirits. You don't have to set any explanations for it. Just say, heard this. It was awesome. Listen to this child. And, you know, give a shout out to Penelope Jane Smith, too, while you're at it. The second thing that I would like you to do, as always, 
Enjoy the balance of your day, but remember, do it boldly.